Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. And I'm very happy to talk about our next guests. As everybody knows, I'm a theme park geek. I mm. love them. I'm a big fan of Universal Studios Singapore. And joining us now in the studio, we have Markham Gannon, Director of Resort Enterprise for Resorts World Sentosa, and Cameron Dyer, the show director of Universal Studios Singapore at Resorts World Sentosa, to talk about the new holiday show. Hello, guys. Good morning. All right, let's start with Markham, Director of Resort Experience, Resorts World Sentosa. Tell us about your new Christmas show. What can we expect? Well, I think, um, first of all, I think we came to the right place if you're a theme park fan, so that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, this year we have taken a more contemporary approach, really, to Christmas. Um, we normally are quite traditional in our, in our storytelling, but uh, this year we have combined circus and wow. Christmas together, which is very unique. We wanted something a bit different to what we've done in the past. So this one's sort of highly immersive. There's a, there's a real fun element about it. Um, it's, a, it's very family-centric, very interactive, and Santa's uh, spectacular circus is coming to Universal Studios Singapore. Wow. Wow. So, Cameron, mm-hmm. you are the show director yes. of this extravaganza. Okay. Tell me about the concept, what it's loosely about, how you came up with it. Yeah, sure. So... One of the, you know, after our break for the past few years, we realized that people are really craving that kind of connection with each other again. And we just really wanted to bring back, you know, the feeling of Christmas spirit. Yeah. So with the Christmas spirit theme, we're like, okay, where does it come from? And we knew that it had to come from Santa. And then we kind of um, kept rolling with that. And we came across a circus. What if Santa travels around the world with this fantastical circus to mm. raise Christmas spirit for everybody? Um, so, yeah, it's just been a really cool new concept. It's going to be very vibrant, as Markham was saying, very interactive. Um, and people can expect the usual kind of festive elements, but they're going to be fused together now with this cool, magical circus stuff. So it's going to be really exciting and totally different for our guests. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the circus element is new, right? I, mm. I, I've seen your Christmas shows most years. I don't remember a circus element before. Mm. How did that... It sounds fascinating. Yeah. How did that come about? Um, yeah, no, we've never kind of done that before, but we just wanted, again, to bring something co- totally new, and our performers are so talented. We, <laughs> were, we were thinking, okay, how can we showcase some of these hidden skills that they have in... And really, you know, shine them in the best light. And they've really stepped up and surprised us with some of these amazing acts that our guests are going to get to see. And Markham, what is the? Tell me a bit about the planning. I'm guessing this thing goes back months. When are the, the decisions mm. made? Who makes them? How does it work? You know, how do you settle on a concept? Yeah. So we we spend for Christmas we spend about nine months. So we work, you know, from February, we're working on Christmas. Wow. Um, as you would know, we've just come off the back of Halloween Horror Nights yeah. 10. Yes, which was, of course. So it's, it's a bit weird to be yeah. talking yeah. about Christmas now after all the changed. scare fest that we've had, which was hugely successful. Um, but, you know, we have a very strong creative team. We have, you know, um, show directors, we have art and design, we have technical costume costume, um, producers, e- everything. So um, basically we, we put the whole team together. They spend maybe a month or two working on ideation and then we actually have to realise it, you know, physically. So yeah. then uh, it's about getting it built and putting it on set, mm. the rehearsals. Mm. And I think something that people probably don't know about um, the shows that we that we do is that because we're, you know, during this Christmas period, open seven days, there's multiple casts that do... All of the shows. So you don't just rehearse everything once. You rehearse them with several different groups of people and they rotate around. So it's it's quite exhaustive. It's very, very detailed. Um, But for that, we we put these immersive experiences together. Fascinating. Have you, I mean, 
have you been hearing from the ground what are people actually asking for and how has this you know um how how has this taken part in the planning as well I think um, post-COVID, we have realised that people are looking for interactive experiences, mm-hmm. number mm, one. Absolutely. They are preferring to come with groups of friends, but not, yeah. not necessarily large groups, but very they want intimate experiences as well as the big show. So we're, we're quite thrilled that you know, we're bringing back our big production. So we've got, we've got a, a 40-plus parade, 40-plus uh, character parade. We've got a big Christmas finale. There's snowfall. It's very, very exciting. Wow. But then in our stations, we've created levels of interactivity where you can spin the wishing wheel. And, I mean, it's very TikTok-friendly. There'll be <laughs> hopefully lots of videos posted of <laughs> people sure dancing in the yeah. streets and having fun. <laughs> oh, yes. You know, so yeah. uh, we've tried to level up in that way because there's more demands. I mean, another example is a brand-new interactive gingerbread uh, man, talking gingerbread man, talking in live, real-time. He's cheeky. He's very Mm. charismatic uh, over at the Milk Bar in Far, Far Away. So, again, this is another style Mm -hmm. of entertainment that we're bringing um, to to give a new texture to Christmas. Wonderful. So is that where the donkey show normally is? It's on that side of the park. Got it, got it. It's similar to the the Transformers that we see, right, the interactive one. Correct. Correct. Ah, and right. have you seen how uh, Megatron rates on TikTok? Yes. Oh, yeah. he's yeah. a massive, <laughs> massive star. <laughs> he's going viral. Yeah. He's not so nice, but he's, he's a huge yeah. I've spent hours in, in that area because my daughter likes the yellow is it the accelerator yeah, yeah. yeah. on and on oh, and on man. and on she's just go on for hours she loves that ride honestly we, I mean we're talking with Markham Gannon the director of resort experience at Resorts World Sentosa and Cameron Dyer the show director of Universal Studios Singapore for your new Christmas show which I believe launches on November the 23rd just mm-hmm, in a couple does. of days runs all the way through to the 2nd of January so Cameron mm-hmm. so I'm trying to pick it for the benefit of our many listeners and families who are listening so we walk through we've got our mm. tickets we go through because it's not just a parade right from no. what you're saying no, there's so, so many christmas experiences yeah. here so as Markham was saying we really wanted to make this super interactive for our guests so when you first walk through the gates you're instantly immersed in this carnival world of um santa circus so we have lots of um game booths where our guests can actually you know play these games we have roving characters from the circus and we also have these larger than life photo ops where our guests can stand in them and actually become part of the circus themselves um and then of of course, we have some of our favorite animated street stars from um, Trolls and um, Kung minions. Fu Panda. And of course, yes. the minions are going to be there um, raising Christmas spirit for everyone. And then well. you, you have an actual show as well? Yes. Where, so, where is the show? Yep. Yeah, so our nighttime spectacular... Um, as Mark was saying, is in New York. So this right. will come together at the end of every night. This show opens from the 30th um, onwards, and it brings all our performers from across the park together for this. Um, it starts with a really cool, um, fantastic circus parade mm. um, with 43, I think, characters in it, um, floats, and then we all um, move forward into New York to celebrate in this massive circus extravaganza show. I know where. In front of the New York Library. Yes. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so that's where, where Santa's mm. pitches um, big top tent, and it's the main event of the circus. Wow. There's a huge Christmas tree and yep. a big light-up moment and everything. It's very grand. So it's mm-hmm. Well, this is something I'm actually quite curious to ask, uh, Markham, because, you know, we have have a lot of Chris- we have uh, the Christmas Wonderland, Winter Wonderland in Singapore, right? I think it's um, it's Gardens by the Bay. Mm. Do you think was this be incorporated in this year's planning as well, like a Christmas market in USS? 
A Christmas market? Yeah. No, we don't have a market this year, but I think what differentiates us is are the stars of Universal Studios Singapore, which right. is all of the IP characters. I mean, everyone's favourite characters are there and no one else has them. I mean, this is very uh, specific to Universal Studios Singapore. Yeah. They are the absolute stars on the street. Everyone loves them. And, and uh, yeah, the market... The market actually, we did a market last year. Oh, we tried a marketplace okay. last year, um, but I think we're about just getting in there and having mm. a great time, mm. and spending the whole day being entertained. And who doesn't want to forget the year <laughs> and, of and work and stress? Tell me, yeah. about bring it. kids Absolutely. and run around and have just the best time. Ride mm. the thrilling rides, uh, yeah. see shows, eat. I mean, we've got themed food in the restaurants, and you know, mm. it, it's everything's there for you. Yeah, wonderful. Wow. And how has that changed in terms of previously with restrictions and timings? Is it completely restriction free now at Universal Studios? It is mm-hmm. fantastic. And thankfully, yes. I mean, we made our lives easier. <laughs> yeah, we, there was a there was a time when we couldn't even have uh, background music. Uh, because people would have to talk over the music. There was a time when, you know, you would take a photograph and and the cast would have a mask, mask on, on yeah. and we weren't allowed to handle cameras for the guests to take photos for them. There was a 1.5-metre distance between the guest and the character. Mm-hmm. So, and actually that was a very good learning curve for us because whilst that feels very, very restrictive, the value of live entertainment and interaction after all of that period of time... Yeah. Mm-hmm there's a huge pent-up demand to be involved mm. and engaged. Mm-hmm. So the character and the, the interaction between the guest and the character, it was it was as meaningful as watching a big show at that point in time. I yeah. found it a very good lesson mm. for us, actually. This wow. is always the slight myth, I feel, about theme parks, because as I say, I'm a bit of a theme park geek mm, expert yeah. myself. It's not just the rides. In fact, I, I, I wouldn't put it into percentage terms. It's the interaction with the, yeah. the characters. Mm. My wife is a militaristic maniac with the characters. It's like, right, we're going to this one now, or we're going to that one at 10, or we're going we to that out. one at 11. Yeah. Right? And it's a, when my daughter was younger, it was a drill. And and that was a major component, I yeah. think, mm. of the visit was the interaction, yeah. Yeah. which I'm guessing post-ish COVID must be more important than ever. Mm. It certainly is. I'll, ne- I'll never forget the first time I saw a guest meet a character after COVID. It was, it was the joy, mm-hmm. you know, the simple joy of just the kids looking up and this yeah. larger-than-life character that, you know, is in, in, in their world. Mm. You know, and like you were saying, the the, mm. the infrastructure, the immersive environments in USS, uh, you're living it. You're in yeah, New York. Great, yeah. You're in Hollywood. Mm. You know, it's it's so complete. Right. Even now, as we're rehearsing as well, we can see with the cast just the sheer joy of actually being able to have that many people together again and come together on a stage yeah. to do what they're meant to do. You know, and just you just see them. Um, exuding so much joy and it's really mm. infectious and mm. I know that our guests are just going to feed off that and just really love it. Mm. I mean, I've got a question, Cameron, that's always intrigued me. You're open seven days a week. Yep. You've got to do intense rehearsals mm-hmm. but the park is open. Yes. Where do you do the rehearsals? <laughs> I've always so been fascinated by that. <laughs> so we just don't sleep. Um, right. you know, we're either in super early before. And, really? Yep. Yeah. Or, so you don't go to a separate space and mark no. it out? or we do, I mean, for rehearsals at, um, at the start of the concept, of course, but then when we have to go on site to block everything out and things like that we have to be in the space so we can't do that with guests around so we either do it in the very early morning or we stay through the night and you know just get everything up to scratch brilliant markham you're the director of the resort experience how's the renovations going for the new attractions obviously you've got the is it the nintendo one correct me if i'm wrong Uh, minions minion land i mean they've how's that all going that's that's going Mm -hmm. full force um we had a groundbreaking ceremony this year and that's 
I mean, Madagascar has gone and mm-hmm. Minion Land is being built and oh. we're spending a lot of time talking to, you know, our, our, our sister companies in the US and, you know, we've, we're very lucky. We've got very good um, connections with all the universal parks. Um, so that's really exciting. And, you know, Resort World in itself is going through a massive transformation over the next number of years. I mean, it's been yeah. in the media. Um, so uh, it, is, it, it, it is a very, very exciting time. And there's so much more coming for the guests, mm-hmm. um, you know, f- over the next three, four, five years. I mean, mm. it really is going to be quite amazing. I'll ask the question that parents will ask anyway. How does that renovation work affect the experience? You know, I can imagine Kiasu parents saying, why would I come if this part's not open and that mm, part's not sure, open? You know, how sure. do you build around that? I guess what we do is um, make up for it in terms of the content of the uh, a Universal Christmas. I mean, we, we're using the same zones that we would normally use, but but there are there are always park wide offerings to disperse mm-hmm. the crowd. Yeah, I mean that's just a fact. I mean the yes, it's it's it. There's there's a land missing, um, but in terms of the value of the entertainment, is it is the same. Well, we make sure we still have as many mm-hmm. characters out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brilliant. And looking further ahead, how has it changed for you post-COVID? Tourists are starting to come into mm. Singapore. Thank heavens. Crowds are coming back. Thank heavens. Yeah. Events are open. It's yeah. good for you. It's good for us. It's good for everybody. What changes are you seeing? We're seeing, um, I mean, in terms of tourism, we're seeing obviously the regional markets, so Malaysia, Indonesia, Thailand, um, but also Vietnam, Philippines, oh. mm-hmm. India, very, very strong. Even Australia, actually, you know, we've seen a lot of people come through the, the summer period. So that's been really great. But instead of uh, just treating Singapore as a transit, uh, it, it is more like a destination of choice. So it's becoming yeah. like a, a, a lifestyle destination where people want to fly in and they have a purpose of visit. So events like this are very important because they want to stay longer and they want more for their money. So as you come into the park in the morning, you can stay right through to the evening and it's such a complete and full day of entertainment. So then you feel very satisfied by that yeah, if you've yeah. come that, that far. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, yeah, you did mention before that you guys plan nine months ahead of an mm. event, right? So what is the next big thing if you're able to disclose? The next big thing, yeah. well, for, for Universal Studios Singapore, I mean, um, we move into Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yes. And of course, we've already planned our Halloween Horror Nights 11. 11. So, oh, we've, oh, okay. yeah, we've, we've worked on our content already for next year. And wow. we have uh, spring and summer. I mean, it's really, it's nonstop for us. We mm. don't really rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're just always, you know, move, yeah. moving ahead. And, and you have to plan that far ahead because there's so many, um, there's so much that goes into it. But we have a great team and, and we're just very lucky that we have so many creative people that keep the yeah. ideas coming. Just yeah. a question for both of you, really, one that I'm fascinating, how the makeup and interests different uh, differ from park to park around the world. So, for example, if you go to a theme park, the same theme park, I've been to Universal Studios in the West, predominantly the interest is in the attractions. Mm. Then you go to one in Asia, and the interest is often in the characters, yep. the interaction. For example, you go to theme parks in China and Hong Kong, it's mostly about the interaction with characters, mm. and there's rarely any cues for the rides. How do you see that in Universal Studios? Because you have this fascinating mix, don't you, between East and West mm-hmm. visitors. Mm. We do. I think um, for us, we're we're obviously much smaller than you know the international parks. They they're gigantic, yeah. really, and they've got so many more rides and all that. But I think where we where our strength lies, I, I would say that in terms of our animated street stars, we have some of the best in the world in terms mm-hmm. of the uh, the realization of these characters. The uh, 
the understanding of who they are, they come to life. Um, and we often get recognised for that. So, you know, it's it's very strong. We still have cues for the rides. People still... Of course. Or, some, mm-hmm. The adrenaline junkies still want to get on that roller coaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Battlestar yeah. Galactica and my daughter. <laughs> well, is it open? <laughs> yeah, it's open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so wow. so there's a good balance here. People mm-hmm. want rides, but then I think where we go a bit further in terms of the, like you said, the interaction the and characterisation, yeah. uh, that is a strength of it. Yeah, we also like to, like, incorporate... The, the characters with live performers as well, which I feel like is one of our main assets here. We do these big shows, but we make sure to incorporate both. So I feel like we really play to to both sides there for the people that want to just see the characters and also the mm. people that are there for the live entertainment and the singing and the dancing. So mm. we really like to fuse those two things together to really kind of get the best of everything for yeah. our guests. And final question for me, I mean, for the old guys like me, do you still bring out some of the older characters? I used to have a soft spot for the Charlie Chaplins and the Marilyn Monroes and the Betty Boos. Do they still pop up from time to time? They're on holidays at the moment. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it's it's time to move on, Neil. Yeah, it's time to move on. I love all the other guys, but I love those guys. Okay, they're on holidays. <laughs> all right, so last question then briefly. In a sentence for both of you, what would be the key highlight to bring your family along for you? I mean, I would say come in and just enjoy the fact that we have live singing, live dancing, we have characters, we have a big show, we have a brand new talking gingerbread man puppet, Uh, there's great thematic food, there's, you know, everything is there, it's a one-stop shop. Yeah, Cameron? And just, yeah, just come along and lose yourself in the Christmas spirit and become a kid for the day, you know, get away, have fun, we're in the business of making fun, so just come and enjoy and you'll can't help but go away with a smile on your face with the whole family. Yeah. I'm wow. going. I'm yeah. definitely going <laughs> I'm as going well. <laughs> I'm going. Well, Cameron Dyer, show director of Universal Studios Singapore, Markham Gannon, director of Resorts World Resort Experience, talking about the new Christmas show, which kicks off at Universal Studios starting 23rd of November all the way through to the 2nd of January. Get your tickets now. Guys, thanks for coming in. Thank, Thank you, you very much. much. Thank you. Thanks. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.